Hi folks, Chocolate Yoda here, spelled Y-O-D-D-A-H, because film studios are litigious. And uh, if you're watching this, you'll see that it says Chocolate Yoda on my shirt. So I think that's proof of my identity. Anyway, the reason that I'm uh, talking to you now is to talk about memories, and how memories can be enemies. Now, what's that about? Well, it reminds me of this uh, saying, a parable. I'm not sure what it is, but maybe it's an aphorism. Um, but there's a story of the uh, cat who jumps on a hot stove and immediately jumps off because of the pain. And that cat will never jump on a hot stove again, but he'll never jump on a cold one either. And that's how things work for people as well. I mean, what is memory? It's, it's basically a filing system, right? So you accumulate experiences, and some of those experiences help you navigate life. Like in the case of fire, like very uh, many people go through this. Where I Actually, I can't think of anyone who's not gone through this. You know, you, you touch something hot or you touch fire, and you know fire hurts, so you don't touch fire again. But you've got to manage that because fire can warm you, fire can cook your food, and since we're the only animals on earth that eat cooked food, then fire helps, right? So your your memories are shaped by your experiences, but sometimes those experiences can work against you if your interpretations are off a little bit. You know, like, uh, let's say, just to take uh, a hypothetical, uh, I, let's say I had a girlfriend who hurt my feelings, and she was blonde. And I decided from that moment that I can't trust blonde women. Well, that's a misapplication of that experience. It's a, that's a misinterpretation of that experience and a misapplication of that memory, right? I really can't trust her, but if I decide, well, the reason I can't trust her is because she's blonde, then I won't ever trust blondes again, right? And this happens to us in, in many different ways. You know, we'll have an experience, and then we decide what that experience means, and we never revisit that meaning ever again. And think about it, a lot of the, a lot of the decisions, easy for me to say, <laughs> a lot of the, the, damn, what's going on with my mouth? A lot of the decisions that we make are based on experiences from our childhood. You know, the things we're afraid of, the things we like, the things we don't like, the things that hurt our feelings, whatever they may be. A lot of these things come from childhood experiences. That's why they call our childhood, basically to age seven, our formative years. And what are we forming? We are forming our understanding of things. But here's the problem. Think about however old you are now. I'm 58 at the time of this recording. And let's say I decided that girls were icky when I was eight. Now, if I never revised that at 58, I'd be essentially consulting the decisions of an eight-year-old about women, 
right? Which doesn't make sense. I mean, would you turn to an eight-year-old and ask advice for your relationship? Probably not because they don't have a reference point for it. They have, they, they don't have the experience to be able to give you informed feedback, right? So we've got to revise the conclusions that we've come up with. You know, it, it always reminds me of uh, Shakespeare uh, in Hamlet. He said, there is nothing good or bad, but thinking makes it so, right? So you have these incidents of your life. You have these experiences. And then you decide, well, that experience was good or that experience was bad. And probably shades of gray in between those things. And again, all well and good. But here's the thing. You might have been wrong when you first came up with those conclusions. And if you never revisit those topics, you might just stay wrong. You might, you, you might not, you might be operating under a wrong assumption for your entire life. And again, the most important uh, ideas to revisit are the ideas that we formed in our childhood. This was critically important for me in developing myself emotionally and even intellectually. I had to be willing to be humble enough to understand that some of the decisions that I made, even in, in adulthood, even if, you know, I was in my 20s, you know, what did Muhammad Ali say? If a man is the same as at 50 as he was at 20, he's wasted 30 years, right? So just because you thought you were an adult when you first came up with something, well, now you're an older adult and maybe you've had new experiences that can uh, create better distinctions and better understandings of your life. So, you know, this is the process that I've been going through since I was 23 years old. In 1987, when I was 23, I got into personal development. And basically, I got into it because I wanted to be a better person. Uh, specifically, I wanted to be a better father to my then two-year-old, who's now 37 years old. And I was motivated to change. I was motivated to be better, whatever better meant to me. Uh, some of what that meant was getting out of the pain that I was in emotionally and mentally. Some of it was, you know, trying to be a better man so I could attract better women. And again, whatever that word better meant to me at that time. And it's something that I've worked on continuously and daily. I, I really don't think I ever skip a day of just trying to learn more, trying to get better, trying to improve my mentality, trying to uh, improve my emotional management. These things are very important to me because I have found that the more that I do that, the more that I manage my emotions, the more that I make uh, distinctions about who I am and how I operate in the world, the happier that I tend to be. So it's a very worthwhile practice as far as I'm concerned. So I hope I've given you food for thought. As always, peace, love, and granola. Talk to you soon.